Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind-the-scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running freemanfurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Maker Mom podcast. This week's episode is a little bit different. It is a panel of three rockin' moms that I have had on the podcast previously. We've got Shar, the Wooden Maven, Alma, Pink Soul Studios, and Jessie, Built by Jessie. All three of these amazing moms are going to be talking about diversity in the maker community, um, something that I had asked them to do, and they all three graciously agreed to do so, and happy to have them on the podcast this week. If you want to listen to their individual episodes and you haven't done so yet, you can catch Shar the Wooden Maven on episode 19, Alma Pink Soul Studios episode 29, and Jesse Built by Jesse episode 34. Now before we get into this panel discussion, I want to say a big thank you to my patrons over on Patreon. So thank you so much, Amy Bison Valley Carving, Brandy Studio Obey, Kathy, One Girl and Her Tools, Dan and Kelly of Reclaimed Living Store, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs, Mary Lou, Made by Mary Lou. Now if any of those wonderful, amazing people you are not following, I ask that you stop right now and go follow them over on Instagram. That is why partially I give their Instagram handles because I want to support them just like they support me every month. And they are all amazing makers and do amazing work of their own that you should totally, definitely check out. All right, with no further ado, here is Shar, Alma, and Jesse. All right. Well, ladies, thank you for uh, agreeing when I cornered you at WorkbenchCon to do some kind of... It is our pleasure. Yeah. So Alma already asked me if I had any plan, and I'm going to have to say no, I don't. But (laughs) I wanted to throw it to the three of you. I mean, more than anything, I just wanted to provide the platform for you guys to be able to have you know, this chat that you, I know at least Alma and Shar, you had talked about doing something at WorkbenchCon and that didn't like come through. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I wanted to throw it out there. Okay. What, what do you guys want, like the maker community to know about? What do you want? Like, I don't know the community at large to know about, like what, what things have you seen? What have you encountered? What makes things better for you? What makes things worse for you? Like, you know, just to share your own experiences. Um, I do want each of you uh, to have a moment of just like doing a brief introduction. I know I've had all of you on the podcast already, but I want to make sure that you get like your kind of, you know, this is who I am type thing. So everyone knows who's talking and then, um, we can kind of jump into stuff. Is there anything specifically that you guys wanted to make sure we do cover uh, on diversity or um, any, like what, I guess, what were you guys thinking about Alma and Shar specifically when you were talking about, like you wanted to have a panel at WorkbenchCon? Like what were some things you were hoping to cover? Probably Uh, dispelling stereotypes primarily. You know, mm-hmm. let's talk about why there's not more women of color at the table. Right. What are some things that are holding people in our community back? Mm-hmm. The judgments that we have personally received. But I think we first need to talk about disclaimers. Like this is not, um, we're not bashing men on this right. panel. Right. And this is inclusive. It's not, um, we're not saying that this is only for minorities. This is only for people who are part of a certain uh, subgroup. This is for everybody. 
I feel like I'm, maybe I'm a little bit out of, maybe don't have too much to contribute just because like I'm in South Florida and it is so diverse here. I mean, mm -hmm. there's so many different cultures. I haven't seen it firsthand or any like preconceived notions of who we're supposed to be or who we are because all my life I've grown up here in South Florida and we've everything, all the countries right. are pretty much represented in this area. So I haven't experienced too much of that. I mean, now but, just because of the current, like the way you, what you hear in the news, sometimes right. I'm concerned about going to other places or other states. Right. Concerned do, about do you think, do you think though, Jesse, like opening up that like more globally, like, like I know locally too, I live in a great community, mm -hmm. you know, um, it is, and this community is primarily white, but it's, you know, East, uh, European like immigrants white you know it's not yes. you know whatever um but do you feel like you've seen that like social media wise social media maybe maybe through the news mostly um through yeah. social media not so much um but mostly through the news i would say because uh, the reason why i ask i actually use you as a as a an example when someone tells me like hey uh you know i'll say something like or, or i'm trying to think now i'll get a question like how do you grow your instagram right like everybody wants to know how do i get to ten ten thousand? Mm -hmm. and it used to be like everyone's standard answer was you got to post every day you got to make videos you gotta um put yourself out there right like you gotta show that human element Right. Um, and, and I would always get that back too. So like talking to some of the bigger names, they would say, these are the things you got to do. Right. Yes. And if you do that every day, twice a day, putting your stories, all of that, you do yes. it every day and in your stories, that's going to get easy, smooth sailing. Right. And then they'll give me examples. Um, and it's usually, you know, oh, it's, and they've done great. They've built their brand. Um, but it's generally a white female that's blonde, right? And so my response is always like, yeah, that works. So what about built by Jessie? Like she posts, she's got her hustle on. <laughs> She's doing it. She is grinding it every day in her stories. She works full time and she does all this. She's got great videos. Her content is cool. It's not boring. It's not, it's, it's bright. It's stuff that people obviously want to see because it's working for all these other makers yes why isn't her stuff taking off and no one can answer it no one's been able to answer me and i, I want you to know like i i bring that up because i see that and those are the things that i look at with other makers people of color like when i see when i see like oh there's a maker a person of color sweet i'm following them yes right because i feel like we don't see too much of that's that. what we can do right and yes. i'm gonna try to push them forward like you know, I'm going to mention those makers and, and females too. It's not like I'm hating on white females. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying like when, when it's out there and this is like, oh, this is a standard answer. This is going to work. This is the, the, the method. And here's this big secret. So why isn't it working then for you, for Char, mm -hmm. for, you know, for me even I, I'm, I got really lucky, yeah. but you know, still like, why isn't it working for us? So that's where i see it the most yes. i agree i don't get that locally i don't mm -hmm. put myself in that place i know i live in a bubble i'm mm -hmm. fine with it you know i live in a great city chicago's super diverse yeah um but you know on a social network type of level like, yes. that's where i see it i see good point <laughs> well I, um I, you've done really well you've done really well with your platforms um with instagram yeah I'm, and i'm only mainly on instagram but i've been doing this for uh four years now maybe on instagram three or four years i, I don't even know and it wasn't like a takeoff you know i i was in there when you know a lot of these makers started you know when it got to be really big right like everybody was starting to join it was really easy back in the day maybe three four years ago to get followers it was just like if you were on there posting you were going to get all the followers um i honestly think what helped me was that 
I did push sticks and I gave them to people to give away. Somebody would ask me, Hey, can I do this in my giveaway? Sure. Yeah. Do my giveaway. Like here's a push stick. It wasn't so that I could get the followers. It was so that I could get people to buy more push sticks, you know? Um, but I think like, that's really what kind of got me there. Um, as far as that's concerned, cause it's really slow for me to get followers. You know, it's not like, a uh, you know, a lot of conversations I had at WorkbenchCon, or not a lot, a couple of them were, oh yeah, once you hit that 10K, it's like, boom, you're just gonna skyrocket. And I've seen it, you know, another good example of, of that, and, and he's hustling every day, is Brad from Project, Project Build? Build this, build that, build. fix this, no, build. Not no, Brad that's, that's No, not him. Oh, um, the Project Build stuff. Project Build, I think, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but Brad, so, you know, he, but he's, He's again, like he's putting it out there every day, twice a day, but it was like, he hit 10 K and then all of a sudden it was like, he's over 20 now, you know, mm -hmm. like within a matter of, I think three weeks, he went to 20 K. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's I, like, you know, why isn't that working for, for us? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I wanted to ask you guys. So, you know, Jess, you were like your, your local community, like has so much diversity and you feel that, but like, what's your feeling when you go to things like, when you go to things like WorkbenchCon? I mean, let's face it, in total, there weren't a ton of people of color there, you know, regardless of gender. So how do you I, feel? I lost two friends that didn't show up this year and they were both <laughs> with color. <laughs> but I mean, what's it, what's it feel like to be in that space, you know, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely feel like um, underrepresented, right? Um, you want to see, it's always nice to see more people like you in a, in a place. Um, makes you help, helps you feel comfortable. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, not like a letdown, but it's, you know, it, it'd be nice to see more people that are just like me at these events. Mm. Um, so, I could definitely see it in situations like that. Well. Uh, I feel like the token, but I feel like that in a lot of situations that involve woodworking and everything I'm doing, you know, and I get chosen for things to be the token so that other people don't feel like they're being prejudiced or racist or they have all, you know, white people on a panel or something. It's like, oh, we need a black person. Just in general, I mean, if you look at if you look at just the stuff that I've been involved with, you know, with the makerspace and the board of directors, like I am the only one yeah. in all of those photos. And I mean, it makes me stand out in more ways than one and not all of those are positive, you know, because I end up not having a mentor in this space, you know, like who do I, who do I model things after? Yeah there's certain things about people that I like, you know, that I look up to them for, but at the end of the day, it stops somewhere. You know, you can be jogging down the street if you're a guy with your shirt off and holding a hammer and that's cool, but I can't do that. You know, I'll get a completely different name if I do that. So at a certain point, I, I don't have anybody to look up to, but you know who, you know who I like Tamisha, toolbox divas. Yes. She's done very well. Yes. And she's because she's consistent and she puts out great content. Yeah. So she's someone that I admire in the space. And she's probably if she I don't know if she has time I and mean, she has Sydney now, but she would be great on here. Yeah, we should too. I think I yeah, think too, I, had, somebody, like, I had Tamisha on when she was pregnant. And yeah. you get her back on now that uh Sydney's here. Yeah, I was talking to her about mommy brain. She's like, no, I just still don't believe it. I'm like, oh, what? she totally has it. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alma, I cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just looking at, uh, at uh, Tisha on Instagram. And, and I'm really surprised that she doesn't have more follows as well. You know, it's still, it's at 16 where... I'm pretty sure she's been, I'm just trying to see like how long she's been doing this. She's oh, she had for a very a long blog time before and a, she's got a YouTube channel. Um, oh, I know I met her at Haven. Been in that crowd for, so I'm actually, 
she isn't really blowing up, you know. But I, I agree, she's a great example of, you know, of who, um, who to look towards, you know. Um, and and Char, I mean, I saw you post. Um, I'm totally gonna lose her name now. Uh, you did a post, the the other shop teacher, the one who's gonna be on. Mm. Um, Disney, Disney. yeah, yeah, girly shop teacher. Yeah, she's. I I reached out. She's going to be on the podcast too. But um, I mean, how did you hook? I mean, how did you hook up with her? Is that somebody? Because hey, you're both shop teachers. But is that somebody to like look up to type thing? Yeah, I think so. And you know what the interesting thing is that I found, and you probably um, may have found the same thing, Katie. Is there are some people doing some amazing work. They're just not posting it. You know, I mean, she's on freaking Disney Plus for crying out loud, right? right. Like, yeah. you're legit at that point, but not everybody is social media savvy, or nor they have the time to do it, or th that may not be their their end goal. Right, is right. to blow up on social media. But Jess actually connected us mm -hmm. because they were both uh, Duluth trading models, mm -hmm. And I had lunch with Jess when we were at Workbench Con and we were just chatting about everything. And she said, you know, there's somebody I'd like for you to meet. And she connected me with Tammy, girly shop teacher. And then Tammy was like, seriously, you exist, Char? She was like, oh my gosh. She was like, I'm coming to Atlanta next week. I was like, perfect, let's hook mm -hmm. up, you know? So that, I mean, that literally is the only other African-American female shop teacher that i have met that i am aware of that exists i'm pretty sure there's more but they yeah, care less about instagram exactly yeah they care less about instagram they're like i'm not doing this for the gram <laughs> if, you know if the program is even available because a lot of those programs aren't available at all places shop mm -hmm. good shop yep so char obviously you're plugged into your like local maker space um but what about Alma and Jess? Are you guys plugged in into local making spaces at all? Like, um, what if you uh, are? What is it like in those communities? Um, here in Chicago, I don't. There are, I guess, quite a few maker spaces. I live in the burbs, though, so it's a little bit, it's a little bit harder. There isn't much around here, um, as far as like a maker space that I know of. Um, I do help organize. I started a couple years ago organizing a, um, a local meetup for woodworkers, specifically on Instagram. Um, so it was we called ourselves like Illinois Woodworkers of Instagram. Um, the thing, the thing with that too is that Illinois is so huge. Um, we have people coming from like three, four hours away and like, driving in. And we'll we'll have meetups like maybe every two to three months. Um, we just find a shop or I think uh, in April we have one coming up that's going to be at a, they sell slabs. I mean, they build furniture too, but they also sell slabs. So they're going to have us in their shop. And we typically we get about um, 15 to 25 people up. I'm usually the only female. And... Um, there might be one or two other people of color. Um, yeah, maybe one. I think Chicago Flag is the one that comes to mind. Um, can't think of anyone else. But yeah, so, um, you know, it never comes down. Like, it's not, um, it doesn't ever seem like an issue, but it's mm -hmm. something that I notice, you know. Um, and like Char, you know, then you become that, that token right like everybody wants to talk to you right right and meet you and um hey makers this week's sponsor is wagner spray tech i want to talk to you right now about their series of control sprayers i have personally the control spray 250 which is great for staining and finishing of small to medium-sized projects it has power and control to cut 
time out of staining projects like fences, railings, furniture, trim, perfect during these upcoming summer months for all of that outdoor furniture you may be making like I plan on making. Um, it has simple adjustments. It can spray transparent to solid stains, lacquers, and a lot of other furniture paints with speed and efficiency. Listen to this. It can stain uh, an area that is 8 foot by 10 foot in less than 2 minutes. That is awesome. It's lightweight and compact, easy to maneuver around. Uh, the control finish nozzle sprays a smooth and consistent coverage. And pattern adjustment can be horizontal, vertical, and narrow round, which is perfect, again, when you need to get into a precise area on a project. Uh, so go ahead and go check out Wagner Spray Tech's control spray series. Uh, you can check them out on their website, wagnerspraytech.com, or you can follow them on social over on Instagram, Wagner Spray Tech. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was definitely really apparent to at, at, at WorkbenchCon, I, I think, um, you know, like Char says, you know, you then become the one that wants to be in the photo. Like, I, I mean, I wasn't the one that everybody wanted in their photo, but there were a couple of times, you know, and, um, but I feel like it was always Char and like MJ, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. everybody's like, everybody's friends with Char and everybody's friends with MJ, you know? Um, so yeah, that, that it, it's definitely something that I feel like it stands out. Mm -hmm. At least, at least on, on my end, or I think on our end, we see it. It's, it happens all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. I see that. We don't have makerspace. Well, we do have a couple of makerspace here in South Florida, but I'm also in the suburbs in Broward County. Um, so they're quite a distance away from me, maybe 45 minutes or an hour away, depending upon the traffic. Mm -hmm. um, and then being a full-time worker, mom and whatnot, I'm not gonna make it out there or be a member of those spaces. And then we did uh, start a local local group of with makers, local makers. And uh, a couple of guys are the ones I met at WorkbenchCon last year, and which I had no idea were in my area. So it was very nice to meet them. I met them through Alma. And then we eventually started our group here locally and we meet whenever we can, maybe like probably the same thing. Although we try to make it every month, it's tough. So maybe every three or two months mm -hmm. uh, we're meeting and um, just to hang out. But same thing, at least now, um, I am one of maybe two or three of us are Hispanic that actually um, show up. The rest, well, I mean, but, but, Again, it's diverse, a diverse community. So we have Asian, um, uh, mid not Middle Eastern, uh, like the Euro European area. So it's it's diverse, but it's only female, of course. And um, that's about it. I mean, sometimes for me, like I'm, I consider myself like new to woodworking, at least the terms. Like I would, I want to know everything, and I take up all the information. I'm watching all the videos, and I want to try everything, but. I don't know all the technical terms. So sometimes the guys are talking and I'm like learning from them. Tell me more or what is this? And I don't, I may know what they're talking about, but I don't realize I know the information until more information is being shared. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I, I know exactly what they're talking about now. But some stuff is like 3D, not 3D, but 3D. There are some 3D guys um, and uh, CNC stuff, which I want to do, but I don't do. So it's like, okay, I don't necessarily know what they're talking about, but I'm still into it and still listening what they have. Mm -hmm. You learn like the top five terms and say enough just to sound cool. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's what I, I'm like. Oh yes, yes. I get don't give out my secret. <laughs> that of it was awesome. Knowing that I have wrecked every CNC project I've ever tried to do. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I did not know that there was a bit specifically for plywood. Yeah, I tried that. I downloaded the new version of Vcarve 10. Oh, so many problems with downloading. Like, <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know the answer to this. But I mean, you guys seem pretty confident in your own skin and, and self-assured and you guys mentioned being the, the only one sometime or one of the few do you ever feel moments of insecurity because you do look different than everybody else that's at a gathering or in a, a meetup with you guys um i i think i feel like i definitely do but that's I, it's my definitely my insecurities right like i get that um 
but yeah, for sure, especially at a place like at an event like the French Con or the Haven Conference, you know, something like that, where these are all <clears throat> supposedly your, you know, your peers, your coworkers, whatever we want to call them, right? Like these are people that we see every day, we we lean on, and um, and then and then there's a, a room of, of companies and and you know what should look like so many opportunities, but I feel like in that space with the people that are there and how poorly represented we are that I, I don't, I don't, and I can't walk up to those tables. I can't walk up to those sponsors, you know, knowing that I have a pretty good following, right? Like um, I know that the stuff that I, the stuff that I put out, the things that I make uh, and the things that I choose to share, I know they're good. I do that on purpose because I know that I have to be, you know, 10 times better at what I'm doing than someone else, you know, like than someone that's not of color, right? Like it's for me to stand out and for people to take me seriously. So in spaces though, like in person, yeah, definitely like my insecurities are like, I'm, I'm not that girl. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm, you know, it's just, so then, so therefore, then I wouldn't, I, there's no way that I'm going to ask for that space, right? I'm not going to ask for my time or that space at that table, at that booth, on that stage. But that's me. What yeah. about you, Jesse? I feel the same way, surprisingly. It's, and it's funny because, you know, um, this is, this is me, this, okay? And I should be my biggest fan, but I'm not necessarily my biggest fan. Like I tell my husband, I'm talking to him or having ideas with him. He's like, oh, you could totally do that. Why, why, you know, why would you feel shy about doing this? Go for it. You can do it. Or if I get like a call from someone wanting to do something, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I'm just like, absolutely you can. Why is it that I am so, or I'm not self, I don't know what the word is. Like, why can't I support myself in a way that I know deep inside that I can do it. But yet I still have insecurities about doing something or approaching something. And like you mentioned in the, uh, with the conference, like I follow these brands. I use these brands on a regular basis. Why am I unsure or insecure about approaching these brands or talking to companies about what I do or what I have to offer? It would be nice. Um, um, the idea that came to me is like forming like a group, female minorities or whatever it may be to approach these brands in a way where it's like, you know, this is like sort of like a union situation, you know, we're together, <laughs> united front. Like there's so much that we have to offer, but yet as an individual, sometimes we don't feel as powerful. So I think it's like, I, it's, I think it's the brand's responsibility to step up and start having like more than it being either males that are standing there who are more inclined to talk to other men versus any woman uh, that comes up and they need to have people. I mean, I would hope that they have people of color within their organization that could come and be a part of, of standing there at those conferences to be more approachable. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to be the token of festival. I'm okay with that. Like they can use me as a token. We just put that out there. Like I'm okay with it. <laughs> yes. I, I won't I, leave I, that I, one out for you, Alma. I'll leave that <laughs> one in. Yeah. Make sure you hashtag them. So when they search for their name, like this comes up. <laughs> I feel like I am always, so my thing with Pistol is I love their product. Obviously, they have good products. Um, I've been doing this long enough that I, I've used the entry-level tools. And now I really want to enjoy my time in the shop. So um, that's what I choose to spend any money that I get on, right? And I buy a lot of my stuff used. I do not buy um, brand-new Pistol, you know. Um, and they've given me a lot of opportunities. I've done training with them. I, I, I'm not that I got to do training in, in uh, Indianapolis. They don't sponsor me. They've never given me anything. I've gotten them from independent uh, dealers. Uh, so 
but I will, there's one thing that I've, I've noticed as far as, um, with Bustle, like I kind of am their token. If you go through their feed in Instagram and you scroll, you will scroll to 2018 Mother's Day and I am the first person of color. I am not even that, that dark. I'm not that like, I'm a lighter shade. And I am the first person of color that you'll see. You'll see women, very few. I've saved every catalog. I've actually asked for back catalogs from people. I've saved every catalog. Not one, women were non-existent in their catalogs until I think maybe two years ago. And it's the same woman. I think she works for their company, which they, granted, they have, they're in Germany. They have a lot of um, they use a lot of their employees as models. I think this year is the first year they got all new marketing. So I believe this year is going to be the first catalog where just anyone, like you could submit photos. So you, you know, I submitted photos. Um, so I'm constantly tagging and putting them in there because like, I do really want to be in your catalog. <laughs> like, you know, but it's, it's something that I'm like, do I have that conversation with them? Like, I, I sent an, a, a message to one of their guys. And, um, I sent a message to one of their guys and I never got a response. And it was basically like, this is something that I've noticed. I really want to bring attention to this. I, you know, I want it to, be, I want to partner with you to bring diversity into your, you know, your social media and whatever. And I never got a response. Um, I'm like, tearing up right now though really just listening just listening just listening to this like i i can't i can't believe that no yeah. you were the only one yeah i'm the pretty sure last one. i checked last i checked if you scroll on festival usa i'm the only person of color there might be one asian woman posted before me um yeah, and I mean, you know, sometimes I have that thought of like, well, why do I continue to support a company like this? Mm -hmm. And and for me, it it really does come down to then this the quality of the tool, right? And the people that I have met uh, at their company because uh, I've been to their headquarters who aren't like that, right? That work for them or um, train with them or whatever, like, and so I. Like it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm like, I really like their tools, though. Um, yeah. Sure. Don't give me that look. <laughs> okay. They're they're like You're so disappointed in me. No, no, no. I, they're like very. They're like two things in life that like break my heart. One is like children being hurt, and the other is just being on the outskirts of something, you know, not being included, not being able to be a part of it. And it just like, that makes me so sad because we're all so passionate about making and building, but then we don't have people to represent us. We don't have people that want to work with us. And I'm just like, how are we possibly even living in that world still, you know? And then we have to raise our children in that world. It just, it makes me sad. It is. It makes me yeah. sad. I know it, it yeah. shouldn't. We're like, no, it's not that deep, but, no, it is. Like, this is, it is. This is our life. Well, yeah, because I don't actually have like a real job. So, yeah, I guess it's my life. <laughs> it's, it's making life. stuff. I mean, yeah, making stuff, even if, you know, even if you are working full time, like, this is a passion, right? So, yeah, it right. is. It, it is, uh, it is our life. It is, it's, it really sucks to, to go through it, you know? Um, yeah. I feel like the reason why it becomes so, um, hits me in the face at times. Normally, again, like I live in a bubble. I know that. And I I don't notice these things as much. Again, I'm I don't get, you know, the uh people questioning me at, at Home Depot parent to me and where, where like with Char like it, it does become really sad is when I do get those DMs of other women of color that are like, Hey, I just wanna tell you like it is so cool to see you doing what you're doing and like mm -hmm. where you how far you've gotten and like holy crap you are using festool like that's cool 
um, or, you know, while you're working on, you know, whatever, on a CNC, like, you're making these things, like, I just want to know, I've gotten it for, you know, being a little color, I've gotten it for being, um, for being a lesbian, like, all of that, like, um, and getting those DMs, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm just so used to not seeing you know, not seeing myself represented up there, right? Where, like you said, Char, like, who do we look up to? Well, then then you realize in those moments, like, it's us. We have to be that. And then that's where it becomes, like, where then, yeah, I'm going to put out really great content and really great projects, you know? And that's what I see coming from Char. And that's what I see coming from, you know, Jesse. Like, um, because of other people, other people are looking to us now, you know? Because we are vocal and we are out there. Um but yeah, I think, you know, representation does matter. And that's what people don't see that. A, a lot of these companies don't see that because they don't need to, right? Like they don't see that our our percentage is so low to them that it doesn't matter. You know, that, that dollar that they're going to make off of us, it doesn't matter to them. So mm. that's also why it becomes important to me to invest in better tools, to, sh to show like, I can do these techniques. I'm interested in these other things. I'm not just a DIY hobbyist, you know, not again, not there's anything wrong with that. There are hobbyists that want to use nicer and better tools, but also want to be able to show that like people of color are going to put their money in their passion too. Right. We want to use nicer things too. And I feel like that's where it comes from because we are a small percentage in that, in that big group, in that big cash pile to them is what they see, you know? Okay, now you're making me tear up, Alma. Stop it. Um, <laughs> I, I just, the thought that came to my mind when you said you're such, and this is what's getting me to tear up, that you're such a small percentage to them is that imagine how big you could be, you know? If they invested in you, imagine how big that could get, right. right? Because it is all about representation. And the more representation that is out there, that gives others the permission to do it. Like, I don't want to say they don't know it exists, but they might not even know that this world exists true. without I mean, seeing that representation. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And, and I don't think you're a small... I, d I cannot believe that you guys, that people of color are a small percentage of of it. I think it's just the representation hasn't been there. And and so it's not seen. And it's kind of like <clears throat> I listened to somebody else on another podcast and they were talking about, like, uh, it, it was a woman of color talking about being asked to be the token on panels as being a woman of color. And the response she gets when she says, I want more people of color on this panel with me. And the, the response she gets from <laughs> the white people she's talking to is, well, we can't find them. And she's like, what the hell? Go out and freaking find them. Like, it's not yeah. that hard. We exist. Right. And so I don't want to say like th that you don't exist, but to Shar's point earlier, like maybe they don't exist. Maybe it's not being put out on social media, but I can guarantee you that, there are right. people of color who are making. There are people of color. Oh, there are yeah. people of color doing a million things in this world, right? Because I was saying, you know, we have to find ways to set set ourselves apart from everybody else. Because just being good enough is not is just not good enough. You know, they're like, why are you? I did something with PBS like two years ago, right? They said, oh, we want to work with you some more, you know, send us a pitch. And I, you know, got this pitch ready for them. And they're just like, how is this different from like what's on YouTube? Like I have to bring something like even bigger and greater to the table. I'm like, this is not enough. You know, they're like, nope. I mean, they were honest with me and I'm just like, gosh, you know, I have to be excellent in order to be good enough for everybody else. And it's just, it's so much pressure and it's such a burden, you know, when literally all you want to do is just make stuff, you know, that's all you want to do is make stuff. But I, I think I'm, I'm slowly finding my angle, you know, 
it's taken me about a year to figure out what my brand actually is. And for so long, like I tried to keep the kids out of it, you know, push them out of the video, stay inside the house. And I noticed like they would pop up in my stories and say like random things. And not everybody cares to see your kids. Some people are like, I only follow woodworkers, right? But then some people are like, oh my gosh, I love seeing your kids in the background. And then the twins like actually enjoy building stuff. So they're, they're familiar with everything. And I'm like, okay, I didn't want to be like the mom on Instagram, but I certainly can't be the, I certainly can't be the MILF on Instagram, right? Because my kids scroll through it. You know, I can't, I don't, I don't want that image out there. Like Jessica's saying, that's not, that's not her, you know, mm -hmm. we're not high heeled kind of girls. And I don't want to pretend to be someone I'm not. I'm just going to face it. I'm a mom. I have four kids. I drive a minivan. I used to have big boobs, but I don't anymore because I nursed my kids too long. So I can't show them off anymore. You know, I'm, I'm just going to deal with the facts at this point. And if I, if I make it, if I make it big on the social media platform, fine. If I don't, Guess what? I can always be a preschool teacher. I'm really good at that. <laughs> good with kids. Clearly. Clearly, yes. <laughs> um, all right. So, ladies, we're getting close to the end of the hour, but I wanted to give, first of all, none of you introduced yourselves. So we have to do that so I can put it at the beginning. <laughs> and <clears throat> secondly, um, What's a final, give each of you a chance to kind of have like a, I guess a final thought, you know, to kind of like leave us thinking about. <laughs> um, so I'm going to just start with who I have first on the screen. So that means to me, that's Jesse. Ah. First in order, can you do your intro and then what you want to leave us with? Sure, let me give this a try. <laughs> All right, so um, my name is Isara Green. In Spanish, it's Isaura Green. And um, I go by Jesse. I'm built by Jesse on Instagram. And I am a DIYer uh, addict, pretty much. I love making things. I love redoing spaces with a passion for woodworking. So I like to build things for new spaces. And um, that's about it. I'm in South Florida. I'm married, have three boys. Uh, so I am the queen of my castle. <laughs> All right. Do you have any final thoughts uh, rolling through that head about? <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I, I, when I went to the conference, um, in February, uh, one of the things I kept telling people when people would ask, like, is this taken or whatnot, I would always say, the seat's available, we're all friends here. Um, and I thought it was a little corny, but it's it's pretty much the truth. We're all friends here, we're all friends online, and it's nice to meet people in person. It, I don't think about diversity too much just because I'm in an area where it's very diverse in South Florida. Um, we're all, a lot of nations are very well represented here. Um, but with regards to that, um, being open, acceptance, and not always prejudging people is very important. Um, just because we don't know someone, it doesn't mean that they're, uh, how would I say it, bad people. <laughs> I'm always the nice, I'm always trying to like see the positive in places and, and people. And that's something that we have to be open to, just including people, understanding people, speaking to people, just because we're meeting someone for the first time. It doesn't mean that, you know, they're foreign or we're going to push them away or not even try to approach them. Just, I don't know, be kind. Be no, kind to each other. That's a good good note to leave on. Thank you, <laughs> um, Okay, Alma, you're next on my screen, so I'm going to put you... Put you next. <laughs> uh, all right. My name is Alma. I go by Pixel Studios on uh, Instagram and all the other social things. Um, I call myself a maker of things, uh, mostly out of wood. I, I enjoy woodworking, um, but I also enjoy some DIY projects in the house. 
Um, I am in Chicago. And I think for me, like the final thoughts for me on this sort of subject that we had, um, I think, uh, well, I think first of all, I want to thank Katie for giving us this platform and for being uh, that person, literally that person that is going to have that conversation and, and ask those questions. I don't think it's always a bad thing um, to be that person and ask those questions. Like, uh, we need more of that. We need to have more conversations. So I think that would be my, my, my final thought was, is, you know, we need to have more conversations with, um, with everybody, you know, not, not just people of color, but, but women. And there are some, you know, um, I mean, everyone should, should be asking these questions on how do we better support, you know, <clears throat> people that might be a little bit different, right? Whether it's, you know, gender, race, any of that. So, um, yeah, those are my final thoughts. Awesome. Thank you, Alma. Okay, Shar, it is down to you. Hey, folks. <laughs> my name is Shar. I am from Atlanta, Georgia. I am known as the Wooden Maven on social media, mostly on Instagram. And my final thoughts on today's topic are, we aren't going anywhere. We're here to stay. We're going to make this happen. Could you imagine if Harriet Tubman, Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey have stopped in their tracks at the first sign of conflict, of dislike? Could you imagine where they would be? We probably wouldn't know their names right now. When you find something in life that you are extremely passionate about you don't let anything get in your way and i'm not just speaking about getting sponsors or getting accolades or awards for what you do i'm talking about following the path that's been set before you the one that you're supposed to follow and i know that i was created to teach other people how to make things and if instagram goes away if youtube goes away i'll still be teaching people how to make things because that is my calling in life so look out world jesse alma katie char we're about to make some things happen thank okay. you love it <laughs> um and i'm going to leave one thing that i want to put out there for people to think about and that is um these wonderful ladies that agreed to talk about this topic on the podcast. Thank you all very much, first of all. Um, but it is not your job to speak for all people of color. It is not your job to have to have this conversation. Uh, it is the job of people who look more like me to own up to our responsibility to educate ourselves, to not come off like freaking fools, and um, to acknowledge that we have privilege based on the color of our skin, and that it is our job when we are given that privilege to step aside and open the stage for wonderful people like yourselves. And so that is going to be what I want to leave for people who are listening to this podcast episode to remember um and that is going to be something i will continue to focus on moving forward i do my best to have as much representation of maker moms on this podcast as possible um and i will continue to do so so you can take that as a promise from me that i will continue to search out and look for as much diversity as i possibly can find to put on this podcast because you are all amazing and you are all my heroes. So thank you very much for all the work that you do. And with that, I hope to have you guys on again and we don't have to talk about diversity. We could totally just talk about Alma's festivals and <laughs> the opportunity to like go build in her shop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Well, I do want to put this invitation out to you ladies. Um, Jesse needs, organization in her shop so feel free to come to south florida anytime <laughs> have space for you to sleep 
have pools and beaches, so you know you're always welcome. Well, you know, my son just <laughs> said yesterday because spring break is for us for next week, and he was like, "So where are we going for spring break?" And I was like, "Nowhere." He's like, "We're going to Florida." I'm like, "Florida? <laughs> like you picked Florida out as the place to yeah. go?" Yeah, <laughs> round trip tickets like forty five dollars now. I know, right? No one wants to fly down. Alrighty, again, that was Char, Alma, and Jesse, and I want to just say a big thank you again to all three of you for being willing to come on to the podcast and talk about diversity and share some of your personal experiences and um, put up with me interrupting you on occasion. I appreciate that very, very much, and I will make sure that All the links to follow along with all three of them are in the show notes for this week as as well as links to the previous episodes, their own solo episodes. So the easiest way to find that is at Maker Mom Podcast. You can head on over to there on Instagram. The link in the bio, you can find in that link a way to get to the show notes, a way to get to Patreon if you're just loving this podcast and want to help support on a monthly basis, which would be awesome. And then you get your shout out at the start of the episode, plus other goodies, of course. And um, also women workwear, women who do work workwear. Uh, there's a link there for that as well. All right. As always, I hope you are being safe, being healthy, and if possible, staying home. If not possible, totally understand and say thank you for putting yourself at risk to do the job you do. Um, And then, yeah, I guess I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Oh,